I'm Dennis Estopase of The Business Mirror, and this is The Look Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of The Business Mirror, Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast segment is based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters Vigi Cabrog and Kai Ordinari. The Look Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Cabangon, publisher of the Business Mirror. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Today we podcast week 47 of the Stock Market Outlook for November 20, 2023. To November 24, 2023. Let's get on with the story. Share prices gained last week following the slowdown in the October inflation in the United States and the expected pause in the Banco Central and Filipinas rate increase. On November 16, the Central Bank of the Philippines decided to keep its policy rate unchanged at 6.5%. Mr. Ryota Abe, economist at the Sumitomo Mitsui Banking Corporation, wrote that as the decision was in line with expectations, the local currency continued to hover around 55 pesos and 80 centavos to the greenback after the announcement. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index gained 50 points to close at 6,211.89 points. The main index was up almost all week long except on Monday when it gave up 45.75 points. Volume, however, were still anemic with Days that were just between 1 billion pesos to 2 billion pesos worth of trade. The average value for the week was just at 3.11 billion pesos, with foreign investors as net sellers at 103.04 million pesos. Other sub-indices ended mixed. The All Shares Index gained 7.91 points to close at 3,324.77 points. The Financials Index lost 13.83 to close at 1,750.56. The Industrial Index rose 42.07 to close at 8,684.79. The Holding Firms Index added 133 to close at 6,011. The Property Index climbed 29.17 to close at 2,657.28. The Services Index fell 8.84 to close at 1,487.16. And the Mining and Oil Index declined 181.46 to close lower at 9,511.67. For the week, losers managed to edge gainers 133 to 79 and 26 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Concrete Aggregates Corporation B shares, House Stock Incorporated, Rojas and Company Incorporated, McKay Holdings Incorporated, Upson International Corporation, Double Dragon Corporation, and Wellex Industries Incorporated. The top losers, meanwhile, were AgriNurture Incorporated, Seafront Resources Corporation, Rojas Holdings Incorporated, Greenergy Holdings Incorporated, Coal Asia Holdings Incorporated, All Home Corporation, and SFA Semicon Philippines Corporation. This week, the market may see share prices to remain on the upward trajectory. 
but volume may still be down. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Phil Stocks Financials Incorporated, said the market was able to get past its 10-day, 20-day, and 50-day exponential moving averages. Mr. Tanchanko said looking at the wider picture, however, year-to-date chart, the market is still on a downtrend and value turnover has remained tepid, implying that the past run still lacked conviction. Given such, Mr. Tanchango said, investors are advised to remain careful. Mr. Tanchango said, while it did rise last week, the market remains at bargain levels with a price-to-earnings ratio of 13.41 times as of Friday's closing, lower than the last five years' average of 19.08 times. Still, Mr. Tanchango said this alone may not lead to a sustained rally as investors are expected to watch out for catalysts that would point to a better economic outlook. Meanwhile, broker 2 Trade Asia said economic indicators are stabilizing. The third quarter gross domestic product was much stronger than expected at 5.9% year-on-year from a consensus of 4.7% thanks to the rebound in construction activities and government consumption and improvement in net exports, Citibank Philippines has said. Citibank said household consumption growth slowed from the second quarter, but stayed fairly robust, supported by spending on services. Citibank Philippines has raised its 2023 gross domestic product growth forecast from 5.2% to 5.5%, while expecting the fourth quarter of this year growth to slow slightly to 5.2% year-on-year. Meanwhile, Citibank said it is raising its GDP for growth forecast in 2024 slightly to 6% from 5.9% earlier, noting the higher base and recovery in net exports, but also tighter monetary policy in the first half of 2024, which likely caps domestic demand's acceleration. Citibank said the Banco Central and Filipinas deems that rebound in the third quarter of gross domestic product shows that growth prospects remain largely intact, but, quote-unquote, pent-up demand continues to diminish in the near term. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas also cited slowing credit growth and wishes to continue assessing private sector responses to tighter monetary policy conditions. Citibank said while it notes still some mixed signals from household consumption and its own inflation forecast for 2024 is lower than 4%, the lender said if things overall growth trend remains sufficiently robust, and likely keeps the BSP worried on inflation risk and inflation expectations. As the bank said, it has previously noted, one uncertainty remains with a potential continued rise in electricity fares and hence higher business costs, which are expected through 2024 after the court's ruling on generation charges. Nonetheless, Socioeconomic Plan Secretary Arsenio Balisacan said, the government's housing program may be able to contribute as much as one percentage point in the economy's overall gross domestic product growth next year, bringing the country closer to faster economic growth in 2024. Speaking at the Philippine Economic Briefing in San Francisco last Wednesday, National Economic and Development Authority Secretary Balisacan said the growth target for next year is 6.5% to 8%. The Philippine economy grew 5.9% in the third quarter and 5.5% in the first three quarters of the year. The year-to-date growth is, according to Balisacan, a little bit short of the minimum target. Secretary Balisacan said by their estimates, 
that would add another one percentage point to the gross domestic product. If the government can get that rolling next year, so he thinks that 6.5% to 8% growth for the medium term is very much within possibilities. In the last quarter of the year, Secretary Balisagan said the economy needs to grow by 7.2% in order for the country to attain the low end of its 6% to 7% growth target. Secretary Balisagan said there's still room for government spending to increase in the last quarter of the year while inflation continues to moderate. This, according to the Secretary, will significantly increase the country's growth. Secretary Balisagan said it is still doable. There's still much space for the acceleration of government spending, which hounded the performance in the first half of the year. And inflation will continue to moderate with nearly two-thirds of the economy dependent on domestic consumption. Economic growth drivers include the 197 infrastructure flagship projects under the Build Better More program. Secretary Balisagan said the list currently amounts to 8.7 trillion pesos or $156.4 billion. These projects are in physical and digital connectivity, water resources, agriculture, health, and power and energy, a demonstration of the Marcos administration's commitment to reducing the cost of business, enhancing resilience to climate change, increasing quality of employment opportunities for the growing labor force, and raising overall productivity. Many projects are ongoing, but Secretary Balisagan said the economic team is encouraging investors to participate in those approved for implementation or those currently undergoing feasibility studies. Secretary Balisakan said 41 of the infrastructure flagship projects would be financed through public-private partnerships. Meanwhile, corporate fundamentals are showing resilience, according to Broker 2 Trade Asia. The broker said this partly needs much more market volume for enough critical mass to get past the current trading band of 6,000 to 6,400 since August. Broker 2 Trade Asia said to note that Thanksgiving and December holidays mean lower trading days ahead, further thinning out participation. That being said, the broker said lulls may be opportunities to lock in bargains amid funds, window dressing, and portfolio reallocation ahead of the new year. Immediate support for the main index is seen at 6,000 to 6,100, and resistance at 6,300 to 6,400. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation has advised to trade the range on the stock of Jollibee Foods Corporation. The broker said its technical indicators showed that these were unanimously bullish towards the stock. The broker said it serves the idea that Jollibee Foods Corporation might be bound for range trading in the short term. Playable range seen is at 225 pesos and 80 centavos to 215 pesos and 60 centavos, Regina Capital said. The shares of Jollibee Foods Corporation closed at 230 pesos apiece. Meanwhile, the broker recommended to sell on rallies on the stock of GT Capital Holdings Incorporated after the stock has seen a strong upward trend. Regina Capital said shares are trading at above all moving averages. Histograms indicate a strong buying pressure, and investors might want to sell parts of their portfolio on rallies, broker Regina Capital said. The shares of GT Capital Holdings Incorporated were last traded at 563 pesos apiece.
And now for the weather outlook by the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. In an advisory issued at 12 o'clock p.m. of November 17, 2023, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of November 24, 2023, PAGASA said that from Monday to Tuesday, November 20 to November 21, Mimaropa, Bicol Region, Visayas and Mindanao will experience mostly cloudy skies with scattered rains and thunderstorms due to a low-pressure area. The weather agency said flooding and landslides may still persist in these areas. Meanwhile, the rest of the zone will have partly cloudy to cloudy skies with isolated light rains. The state weather agency said that from Wednesday to Friday, November 22 to November 24, Mimaropa, Western Visayas, and the Zamboanga Peninsula will experience cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms due to a possible crossing of a low-pressure area from the inland to the Sulu Sea. Pagasa said the Quezon Province and Bicol Region may experience mostly cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms due to a shear line. Meanwhile, the rest of the zone will have partly cloudy to cloudy skies with isolated light rains and the rest of the country will experience isolated rain showers or thunderstorms. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Business Mirror Borderlook Podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line BM Podcast. The Borderlook Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Pabangon, publisher of the Business Mirror. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Acalas for the technical and sound editing. Our gratitude also goes to Business Mirror reporter Kai Ordinario for providing the voice for the waiver. Until the next episode, this is Dan Sestapas of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered.